LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. An LDG desktop tuner works automatically with nearly any station and up to 1,000 watts. LDG power tuners are ideal for portable and mobile use as they consume almost no current and can be powered by internal batteries that last up to a year. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year, fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, episode 333. Going to be talking about Winter Field Day a bit on this show, and specifically your role in it. In other words, are you going to be participating in Winter Field Day? Well, talking about the weather, we've got 10 degrees here. At this recording, we have a winter, no, Arctic blast. An Arctic blast, they're calling it. And yesterday, I'm recording this on Thursday. Hello, welcome to your week. And I enjoy our time we spend together each week. Well, they say Arctic Blast is coming in, and on Wednesday afternoon, every hour the temperature started to click away. Click, 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 all the way down. And I woke up this morning. Sounds like a blues song to me. Woke up this morning, and lo and behold, seven degrees now that the uh, we're getting closer to midday. So, we're up to 10. You know, it is January and we expect these sort of temperatures and there's some weather geeks in our community. I'm talking weather geeks, man. Weather geeks. I'm interested in weather as it relates to emergencies. 90% of all emergencies are weather related. And I fancy myself as a, at least a person that's interested in preparedness doing the best I can as we do, right? What got me into amateur radio specifically was the emergency communications thought of MCOM. And Winter Field Day has that as an underlying theme. You know, get out there, set up your gear, you know, make some contacts, do it in the frigid, whatever. I mean, 10 degrees. We're going we're gonna to get into this, but uh, your boy probably isn't sitting out at the old wooden shed uh, this year in 10 degree weather. That said, I totally support it. I got into amateur radio because of my interest in emergency communications. There's something in me and perhaps you that wants to be prepared and know that we can get a message out in times of trouble, right? Am I right? I feel like it. I feel like that's it. So I got myself into amateur radio. It goes back to my father being a CB guy in the 70s, me being a little boy and wanting to be around what my father was doing. You know, that's not 
an original story, but it's my story, and it led to a career in broadcasting, and all roads lead to us here today. That said, I don't know about emergency communications in America. You know, I'm I think the infrastructures have gotten now. I know you're going to get riled up. Oh, you son of my bitch. You went down this road, did you, today? You woke up thinking you could just get on the, I don't know about MCOM in America trail. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Interest in emergency communications has waned. Support is low. Participation is low and declining. I served for 12 or 13 months, if you could call it serving, for the Aries team here in St. Louis. You know, part of it was the beginning of a pandemic. Actually, it was before the pandemic. And not even to get into all that. Not even going to go down that road. Oh, you opened up the bucket of worms, you saw mama. Why don't you go home down all the roads today, hmm? Well... Maybe another time, but rain check. But I will say this, emergencies here are, you know, significant things. The weather is becoming more intense, more frequent, and the need for emergency communications seems to be a need. Do they need us? Do they need amateur radio operators? That, perhaps, is the debate. And for me, I think that we're in a decline. My interest hasn't changed. Infrastructure's getting stronger. You name it. And I know we hang our hat on this. We hang our hat on, uh, if all things fail, here we come. Well... In recent times, we've had some pretty big storms, some significant things have happened, and we've managed to keep power connected, which is great. It is great. Don't get me wrong. I love preparedness. I love radio. I want to, uh, I'd love to see some sort of renewed interest. I don't know. There's many people out there doing it, and many then maybe we have a forum. Maybe we come on and we do something and we talk about amateur radio's role in emergencies here in America. Okay? In America. I'm not talking about worldwide. I think worldwide, there's a need and a significant need. And the things that we've learned here in America and the practicing and all that is a thick and complicated subject. I understand. But those things could be shared worldwide in places that don't have the infrastructure, that don't have the training, that don't have the amateur radio people. Hell, they may not even have emergency people proper. I'm talking first-line responders, other parts of the world. Here in America, it is debatable. I'm on the fence that I see the decline. My interest hasn't changed in it. Infrastructure's changed. Things are changing. Will MCOM change? What's going to happen here in America? I don't know. On the world stage, I believe we have a role. Our lessons. There you go. You get it, right? I hope I said that enough. Because I was surprised. Last week woke up 
and heard about this thing, the volcano underground in Tonga. And their stories now today, you know, several days later, they're starting to get their first aid shipments today from Australia and New Zealand. Telephone lines being reconnected. The internet is unlikely. It'll probably be out for a month. And we also know that this underwater volcano leading to a tsunami. At least a few people died. They had some satellite phones that were kind of spotty that did, you know, not much. They were blacked out. This is a different part of the world. We're not in America anymore. My AMCOM stuff here now applies to people elsewhere thinking This is what I'm talking about. New Zealand hams and amateur radio operators were standing by waiting to be deployed outside of America. I'm really interested to think or to hear what you have to think, rather. You know what I think. There is a place for us here in the States. There is a place for us worldwide, perhaps a better place in other countries to serve. I have a feeling as I say it, it's going to be taken in one way or the other, and that's okay. I have served at least a year in Aries. I have opinions about that program. I do believe in preparedness and taking care of things and understanding how things work and having a system, all that sort of stuff. I just wonder here in America, is it still relevant? It is a real decline. Participation is down. The need has changed. And perhaps that's good in a first world country. Infrastructure has stayed in place. There are cases out there, of course, of course, where we could assist. Maybe we feel we could assist on all of these fronts. Are we called? Are we called? Are you ready to go? Are you ready? It's a different thing. Tonga And places that are a little bit, you know, who can suffer big storms, different different countries and different places absolutely could use our help. But the hams in New Zealand were standing by ready to be deployed if needed during the blackout. And this is where, my friends, I feel that we can really serve emergency preparedness, emergency communications, the lessons we've learned in past times. Don't get it twisted. Let's start a dialogue if you want. We can start a dialogue if you want. I will say appreciation to everybody who's out there, these Aries teams, the Skywarn teams, the people who are out there. It's more of a commentary of what I see and what I feel, and I hope that you can appreciate that or at least listen. We can talk about it. All right? Very good. Let's now talk about an emergency preparedness, still a thing, and this is a very active event. Winter field day, winter field day, burr, makes me cold just thinking about this. And it's coming up, you know, the 29th and 30th of January. Will you be participating? Oh, don't tell me, oh, I'm in Florida. I'll be there. I'll be doing it. Of course you'll be there. What are you doing in Minnesota? 
Is Minnesota in the game? Is Missouri, Montana in the game? South Dakota? Who's participating? I want to know it's 10 degrees right here, right now. So I'll put out the question to our to our community. As I do every week, I like to get involved uh, and know what you're thinking. I just say, look, I tell you what I think. I'm not always right. But, you know, the way I feel, I'm going to let you know, and we're going to talk about it. It's okay to talk about it. I'm going to tell you this. It might be too cold for your boy out there right now. And there are, there are other things happening this weekend. I support them and I will be supporting. This is not a league, by the way. This is not a league sanctioned event. Winter Field Day is not an ARRL event. I didn't know that till a couple of years ago. I, th- I thought everything that went through had to go through the league. I don't know. But they don't really need the league, right? They don't need the league for this. They can do this on their own. And it's a, it's a successful program, I have to say. You know, I think it is anyway. I'm going to be giving away points or whatever they need and contacts from the inside. What would I be setting up? Pretty much my spring, summer, and fall. You know, I would go and I would do it. I would probably hope to seek a better shelter than outside or something in my truck where I had to depend on gasoline to burn to keep me warm. I immediately turned to the old wooden shed. You know, getting out there at the edge of the woods, build a fire, some shelter. I could be in in there. I'd set up a mast. I'd go up 25 feet to 34 feet somewhere in that pocket. I'd use my uh, 7300, which is what I use right now out in the field. It's racked up. Ready to go. Like I said, I appreciate the MCOM. I really do. I'd probably put up a linked dipole, 20 meters, 40 meters, perhaps even 80, 40, 20 linked together. I really dig the linked dipole. Maybe for you, maybe not. Maybe you do something else. Maybe do a vertical, something easy. Dipole, one band, mono band, it's fine. The linked dipole would give me NVIS on 80 meters, 40. And uh, not NVIS on 20, but I could still work something and I'd want to work closer in. In an emergency situation, as if the scenario says this in field day, right? Winter field day. I'd have a bioeno battery. They are a sponsor. They've been with me, and I really love the gear. For me, it's worth saving up the lightweight. You know, I was happy to buy that. Happy to get me a nice bioeno battery. I'm not talking about going and being soda up on the mountain in a Tic Tac container or a Altoid can. No, man, your boy's lugging some stuff. I'm driving in. I'm popping the back. I'm opening it up. I'll put the stuff up. I'll get him to sit in my truck if I need to. That's just how I'm rolling. It's, it's our hobby and it's our service. So do what you like. So I know I'm not the lightest uh, weight carrier out there in the game with my antenna system and my radio racked up and carrying it out. Eh. But uh, that's what I would do. Probably a link dipole or an off-center fed dipole, 40 and 20 meters. I'd set it up so I didn't have to go out much, especially winter. That's it. Forget I said link dipole. Love link dipole, spring and summer and fall. Winter, now give me the 20 and the 40 that I built, the homebrew with the 4 to 1 ballon. I'll put that up there, about 25 to 33, 34 feet. 
and uh, sit in the warmth and hope everything is all right. That's what I would do. Um, if it was just a touch warmer, I have no electricity out there. I have no electricity out there. And at 10 degrees at like a high noon, mm, that's tough to be out there, man. And a um, little bit of snow on the ground, you know. But the other side of that is sea child Toughen up, man. Toughen up. What if an emergency happened and you needed to do this? Well, I would do it. I'd do what I have to do when I need to do it. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it wrong now. We're going to do it. Do I have to go sit out in the cold? No, I don't have to. I admire the people who will, and I appreciate why they're doing it. Your boy might not be doing it. Mm. Mm. Take that. How you like that? But I put the question out there to our friends on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We have a Discord server that is growing and is very friendly. People there like weather. They are into all sorts of things. Everybody's welcome. It uh, would be good to see you there. Let's take a look at it. All right, let's go and well, I'll take a look at it and then I'll read it back to you. I put the question up in our social media. Are you going to be participating? January 29th and 30th. And I said, if you are, what's your setup? All right, Don says um, he's Alpha Charlie, 2 X-Ray Charlie. He's 1HWNY, Western New York, I imagine. He'll be active on all the bands and modes except CW. Setup will be a 756 P3 40-meter delta loop at 30 feet. N-fed long wire at 28 feet. Serving north-south, the broadsides. He's been thinking about this. Go ahead, Don. I have a laptop with him. And the full interface for the N1MM Logger. Heil Pro Set Media Headset. And he's on his way. John says, yes. This is our club's fourth year doing it. We usually run four or five stations. Listen for Whiskey 4 Lima X-Ray. We'll be set up in a local park with two football fields and a soccer field uh, for plenty of antenna separation. Very good. Over here. Let's see what Benton says. I'd like to, but I have something better to do. I'll be helping set up net control for the Bear Geese Sled Dog Race. Now, that sounds uh, that's uh, that sounds different. Chip says QRV for um, uh, W6... Z Echo, uh, probably 50 or thereabouts, 100 watts, some wires, some beams. Ray says, I may end up in a park locally for a while with his portable QRP setup. Richard, if I'm available to get away from the house, yes, I'll be 10 and QRP using TX500 or an MTR3B with an NFED half wave. May also try out the soda beams dipole. Tiovio, Tiovio, Tiovio. That sounds uh, I, I like that name. T O I V O. Sounds like an opera. Okay, let's see. Bearing the buzzard that closes the road uh, to the ridge where I'd like to operate will be on the air for about three hours with battery power, running 100 watts and a half-wave verticals on 20 and 15 meters. 
Ben, he says, hoping to participate with the club station and introduce some new hams to HF. He's November. Nope. He's Kilo November 4. Romeo Tango Fox. Time to hydrate, y'all. Mm. Luis, or Lewis. Lewis is a new member of 100 Watts and a Wire. He is a sustaining member. He signed up earlier this month. Welcome and thank you very much. He's using a Yesu FT891 and a BioNO 12 hour amp hour, 12 amp hour battery and an off center fed dipole. 160 through 10 meters. Dang, 160. That's a lot of wire. There you go. What, 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 what you can do? What you gonna do? Ron, Kilo Oscar for Lima Yankee X-Ray will be participating from his club, K4BFT. Sean, might go drive to the top of Loveland Pass. That sounds sexy. That sounds nice, Sean. And run his 857 on an Outbacker antenna. Donald, trying to get my Go Box built in time. Linko DX70 and ICOM AH4. To a vertical. He's got a tent, big buddy heater, and a 2K generator. He's Whiskey Delta 8 Oscar Tango Tango. Spike is in Montana. He says, nope. Gonna stay in and sip some whiskey. Come on over if you want, Christian. We can roast some vittles on the fire. Spike in Montana. I know it's been cold out there. As it is and should be. It's usually cold out there like October. And even into July, it was there for a 4th of July, which is absolutely, a, it's, a, it's a blast. But you bring your knit hat. Montana is something special. Tim, Whiskey 2 Alpha Echo, radio amateurs of Great Syracuse Club Site. Okay, the Greater Syracuse Club Site. Okay, or he'll be working at home. Tim says 100 watts and a portable 80 meter G5 RV. If at the site home, he's got a 75-meter dipole fed with ladder line. Uh, he's got a uh, through line, a 4 to 1 MFJ Ballon 7300, TS2000, and maybe JST245. Okay, if it's back, because it's getting uh, worked on. And Dave. Dave says, no club gathering again, but might try and set up at some point. Or set up at the same spot he did with the ARRL field day. Just him, a radio, and a tent. There you go. So we put the question out once a week. I want to know what's going on with you. I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not just going to bark at you. I, we have a community here. I want to hear what you're thinking, what you're doing, what's working for you, what isn't working for you. And we also put the question over in the Discord. If you can see here, let me see if I need to... Am I going to need readers? It might be. It might be. Let me see if I can make it a little bit better here. A little bit bigger. That'll work for me. Grandpa's eyes. Lord, Lord. Don says, hmm, I've not thought about making plans for winter. Well, you better get going. I mean, it's coming up. He said if he did, it would be a daylight. As long as he's got batteries to hold out for this type of affair. Likely use the Pactena link dipole on top of his 15-meter spider beam mast. Uh, ben, Kilo X-Ray 4, Tango, Quebec. He'll be making an appearance here in just a little bit. Got a story for you about Ben. 
Um, if he if he can work it from home, he'll do it from home, if possible, this year. Farmer Rex, he's got the IC705, which he won through 100 watts in a wire. He's got solar panel, MFJ, 904H tuner, Chameleon MCOM portable. And it'll be somewhere on the farm uh, working JS8 call. Todd, Kilo Yankee 4 Tango Golf. He's trying to figure out what he's going to do for it. He's got a lot, a lot of words written down here. He's looking forward to field day. And if he's uh, able to play, he may go and work with the local club in Bowling Green, at least for a few hours. If not, he'll operate from home. Let's see, John. He's going to be working from home, too. He's Kilo Fox 6 Echo Foxtrot Golf. And is there another? Scotty, he'll be using, he's Kilo Charlie 3 Bravo X-Ray November. He'll be using the trusty FT450, a 100 amp hour lead acid battery with a 15 amp hour LiPo backpack, 53 foot sloper, 9 to 1 Unin, and a WRC with a 213 a vertical whip. There you go. David, Alpha India 6, Oscar United. He'll be out somewhere with his uh, used but new to him KX2, testing the AX1 antenna and a few other antennas. QRP to the people. That's right. That's what we say. QRP power to the people. He's number 222. All right. Very good. And so William, Kilo Delta 9, Kilo Charlie Kilo says he's going to be going out and doing some prototype of stuff. He's got the ICOM 718, 100 watts into an NFED or a vertical antenna. And uh, he may try using his kite. Send a kite up there. So there you go. Members of our community working real hard to try and get out there and work Winter Field Day. Again, it's not a program that is endorsed or sponsored by the league, but that's okay. That's okay. I don't know that they need it. I don't think that they need the help that people understand and people who like to get out and operate at all. All it is is a great excuse just to get out, just to get out to operate it. That's what we do. You know, we do our uh, 100-watt tune-up. We do the fallout in the fall. It's just an excuse to get out. So if you're able and willing January 29th and 30th, for you, you can get out there and play in Winter Field Day. Okay, I got to tell you, I mentioned a little earlier, Ben, Kilo X-Ray 4 Tango Quebec. Now, sometimes people send me things in the mail. You know, it's cool. I'll get stickers, sometimes patches from radio clubs, sometimes, of course, QSL cards. Well, it's January. And um, Ben sends me a message on the Discord. Everybody's welcome to join over there. You hear my voice. You're a subscriber to the podcast. Please share this out with like minds. We have to propagate each other. And uh, it helps by kind of broadcasting our 100 watts and a wire seeds out there. And you can help with that. We're on Facebook, too. You're welcome to join us in our net, of course, Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Central usually 40 meters, sometimes on 80. You know, we post our frequencies on NetLogger and on our social media. Oh, boy. Well, he says, hey, look, 
keep an eye out on your post office box because I sent you something. The kids are going to think I'm weird. Like they already do think you're weird, sir. So you know what? What could this be? I go there, get out of in the parking lot where I am. The virus is running around and killing people and putting them all in the hospital again. Worse than the first pass. Oh, without getting into that, but St. Louis is a mess right now. You know what I'm saying. So anyway, I get in there, I mask up, you know, only let two people in at a time, get there, get them a box, open it up. Doesn't fit in the box. So I had to go wait in line. It's all right. You know, a little riffraff or whatever, going to do it. But I knew I had something in there. The male lady gave me proof. She's like, it didn't fit in the box, man. Come on and get in the line. I'll go get it for you. She hands me a package. I go out. It's a little like eight by 11 package. And I, I go out, pick my daughter up. We go home, open this thing up. Do you, what you know this some bitch? I, I don't know who does something like this. And I got to be careful when you open things up around the children's. He sends me this doll. This thing is called Pooping Pooches. And I didn't know what to make of this. The 2002, the 2022 rather, calendar. And uh, it is 12 months of photographs of dogs taking dumps, poops, shizzles all over the place. And I'm like, did he just send me a calendar of dogs taking dumps? Sure enough, and I didn't know, I thought maybe, you know, and there's some truth in it. Maybe he could be saying, look, this show sucks. You're, you are in the toilet, my man. Toilet. But Ben's not that kind of guy. Ben's like a, so it's a gag gift, and the money went to benefit something good for the animals. But what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this? I'm not hanging this calendar up in my shack. Are you crazy? I'm not even hanging the ARRL Cats in Shacks calendar. I'm not doing that. And this one is dogs taking dumps. It's called pooping pooches. You know, how about a little privacy for, for the animals? Huh? Good Lord Almighty. I don't know. So if you're in the market for a pooping pooch calendar, I mean, uh, January's almost finished here, but what do you know? Maybe we can get something going. Oh. Let me tell you about what we've got going on. I spent... An hour reviewing the Radio Waves DX40. That's going to be coming to you very soon. Uh, so look for that. As a podcast subscriber, you're going to get the full review in your ear. Members who choose to watch things over on YouTube will get it in pieces sometime after. It's important that you subscribe to the podcast because it comes right to you first. Any promotional things, any giveaways, we gave away $1,000 back in December 2021, and I, I want you to, to have that. Also, if you have a 100-watt ID, you're automatically put on the mailing list. You know what's happening, what's coming. You're tied in to the podcast, and uh, the material will ultimately make it up to the YouTube channel for you to see it, so you could see this Lovely calendar. Maybe I should put it up for auction. Somebody might bid on it. Good God Almighty. The dog is... The dog looks sad. Like, dude, what are you doing with a camera? Why? 
Speaking of YouTube, though, I want to let you know that, uh, of course, the first review for the Isotron 20-meter antenna has been posted. People seem to like the performance aspect of it. We go and break it down in different criteria, from the packaging all the way to some notes for the engineer, maybe perhaps a way to improve it or something for them to think about. This is a true, honest report. None of these antennas, none of these ham radio or ham radio adjacent products were given to the show. They were purchased. The reviewers are put into a lottery because they have a 100-watt ID. Easy to get. Totally free. Go to the website, 100wattsandawire.com. Click the 30-day tab. If you don't have your 100-watt ID, there's another link there to do it. It's real quick and simple. In a few days, you have your own. Then you can register to be a reviewer. Well, we put the 20-meter Isotron up there. I had no idea what that antenna was, what that company was. There were some good suggestions on that one, how to package it differently, the manual, that sort of stuff, the performance. People seem interested in that. Well, we got the Radio Waves DX40 coming your way soon. The uh, show was recorded. That will be released next week. The bits will go up on YouTube. So when you go to YouTube, subscribe, right? Just ring that bell. That way you know things go up there and you can kind of see the people. But they're put in a lottery. And they stay in the pool. So hundreds of people are in the pool right now. And I may say, hello. Hey, uh, can you review? Will you do this for this month? Can you do it? And they go, ah, I'm traveling. Can't do it too busy or it's too cold to hang an antenna or whatever, I'm going to pass. Well, then they can kind of, they can come back, put back in the rotation. The first three, six people that respond to this inquiry in the lottery get it. The ones who don't go back in, no big deal. But that's how it works. It keeps me from having to open a product, give you a review, and not that I would, but I think there's some bias there's some bias in the fact when people receive things for free, there's almost, I don't know, that you're implied that you might make some content about this. Talk about it. Use it. Have a good time. Use it, man. It's yours to keep. And then the reviewers can go, yeah, I need that content. I need it. And so does Joe and Charlie and Chuck. And we're all doing the same thing. And we're all saying the same thing. Because the people that are doing the reviews want to stay in the good books with the people giving them the stuff. Everything that I use has been purchased. So I can tell you this one right here doesn't work. This is okay. I sent this back to the factory. They had to fix it. Everything worked out fine after they fixed it. Well, this is spectacular. I'll tell you what I use. I'm happy to tell you what I use and what works. It doesn't work. I want to be able to speak freely. In this case, where we're doing an actual review system, we've got shows now having reviews, and they're not by me. I facilitate the questions. We talk about criteria. Bada-boom, bada-bing, you got people, your peers, our peers, our people in our community telling us about whatever it is. I dig it, man. I'm, I, I dig it. Then you can decide how you want to spend your money, and it's not based on any sort of bias or some sort of cool factor like the cool kids do this man no the cool kids are the ones that are telling you the truth and i'm going to bring three to four of them on to talk about different stuff 
Radio Waves is up next. Make no mistake, these, these antennas, the DX40, were not given to this show by the company in a sort of, hey, hey, not that they would do it, but they were purchased. They weren't even purchased directly from that company. So there you go. Check on 30 days at 100 watts and a wire. Maybe you too will be a reviewer. Hmm? Get a 100 watt ID, stay connected. Keep me out of your spam box because I'm giving you all the inside stuff. I want to let you know what I'm doing, what I'm planning, what's coming up, what you may want to sign up for, register for, how you can help the show. All that stuff will come your way with a 100 watt ID. You become a member of the mailing list. You got your ID. You subscribe to the podcast. You're over there in the community on the YouTube. Boom. You get it. Okay. I appreciate you. That's what I'm trying to say here. I appreciate you and I want to propagate ham radio. We want to take what's coming in from our sponsors, our membership, use it to develop, create the content, distribute the content. It takes tools and things like that. So the money that comes in goes back in. And in a case like this with the review, we can put it back out there and, and hopefully serve the ham radio community. And, you know, amateur radio itself as a whole in a different way. Sure, there's lots of reviews out there, but a peer review, an honest peer review, straight up, I used it for 30 days. Here's what I found. Boom. Before I let you go, don't forget the net, Sunday, 7 o'clock, Sunday, 7 o'clock Central, check NetLogger or check our socials on Discord or Facebook we post it there. We don't have a set frequency because it's just too nutty. It's too nutty. We'll go where it's open and we'll let the community know. Boom. Saturday mornings now. We've got a community live stream. This one makes its way over to you here at the podcast. But if you're available on Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Central Time, again, you want to click that bell over at YouTube. This way you won't miss a thing. But Saturday, 9 o'clock, live stream. I leave the key under the mat, which means click the link and you can come in on the show. I can see you. Or we can have it set up so you call in from Discord. You can just do voice if you're a little shy. That's all right. It's okay. Or just come and hang out in the chat with your peers, with your community, with your people. Q-R-O to the people. That'll be great. We'll leave it there for now. I appreciate you. Stay warm. We've gone up a tick to 11 o'clock, to 11 degrees at 11.20-ish a.m. All right, take care of yourself. Stay warm. Look out for each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. 7-3. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.